why people ask me that. Just show up. <laughs> they, and... they think that I planned that far, like four hours ahead. <laughs> like, of my it's already locked in stone, man. Yeah, yeah. we You're already got the whole list. Is already yeah. fucking set. You can't even get on now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got to sign up on Tuesday to go up on Thursday. Email. <laughs> uh, go to budboxdc.com yep. and use the promo code Weed and Whiskey. That's the letter N. Yeah. Not and. Weed and whiskey for 10% off your first month's order or subscription because you don't have to stay subscribed if you don't want to. Nice. So if you're looking for... Better yet, get a subscription and end it every month and then resubscribe. Yeah. Smart. They probably won't let you do that. But But it's worth worth (laughs) a shot. Worth a shot for for you and us. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, that way you can get all your smoking accessories delivered to you in the mail, which is kind of like courting danger. But yeah. not really that dangerous. I mean, right. it's it's weed paraphernalia. So, like, if you're, like, a 16-year-old and you happen to listen to our podcast... Uh, Badass. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how you found out about this. You're the coolest kid in school. Yeah. You were sure. probably on iTunes. <laughs> school. I like fucking weed, dude. Weed. And I don't know. Give me everything you got with weed. <laughs> but that's budboxdc.com. Follow them on Instagram or just go to their website and order... The fucking thing. It's going to be great. Yeah. You get a box of stuff every month. Every month. And it supports the podcast. Now, go ahead. So are you done with your commercial? Yeah. Okay. I guess we are now, Ryan. <laughs> no, you can, you can wrap it up. <laughs> Mudbox DC. Can't wait. Um, <laughs> now, yeah, yeah, yeah. we're in Washington. <laughs> yes. So they can say we're sending you stuff for weed smoking. Yes. If they ship to other places, do they have to, do they have to go back to how Washington used to be? Where they're like, oh, it's a decorative... I I think, sure. but I don't think they. I think the package itself is discreet. Well, yeah, but at some point. At some point, I mean, it's not illegal to have clean glass or rolling papers. Yeah, but isn't it illegal to say like? It's illegal. Isn't it illegal to go online and like if you live somewhere where weed's not legal? It, isn't it illegal to go I'm online sure and like, buy a maybe bong, Idaho? No, it's not illegal bong. to buy a bong. A marijuana bong, though. Yeah, that's a tobacco water pipe. Yeah, but that's not what you just said, though. Right. That's not what... Right, and I get that, but, you know, uh, I think... We said you can smoke weed. No, we don't. <laughs> we, we I, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I think that the only places that really applies anymore is, like, Bible oh, Belt, it could southern be, states. It could be for, for medical stuff. It could be for yeah, medical that stuff. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. But uh, I feel like I feel like whereas we give the benefit of the doubt and try and find a loophole, right. that's fine. Right. Like, the law works the exact opposite yeah, way. Yeah. Trust me, my girlfriend's in law school now, so I know all about this. Right, stuff. I get it. Yeah. And, and I'm a jailhouse a, lawyer. And you're so. wearing a Harvard hat, so yeah. gives you some street cred. Absolutely. <laughs> my girlfriend, so this is her hat. Yeah. And she got it from a friend who went and visited Harvard. Mm-hmm. And my girlfriend said that all the time, people were asking her if she went to Harvard. Right. And like, all the time. Did you, oh, did you go to Harvard? What? When she would wear it? Yeah. It never got asked once. <laughs> so, well, evidently, little... she looks close enough anyway yeah. that they're like, oh, this pushes it over the top of me. They're like, man, yeah. what about your friends? That's a reach, buddy. <laughs> yeah, evidently. I, I went to Harvard. To, I walked around. I visited it as well. Yeah. And I am. Um, and Tufts. I went to their natural history. Uh, they have like a small natural history museum that was free to go into. Yeah. Sweet. It was very lame. Uh, what you're kidding? Like wasn't a, a, cool a small natural history. Yeah, it's only it the big like, ones. It was like two. <laughs> it was like two rooms, and they weren't very big, and it was mostly like. Sounds like the one that It was mostly like geodes, and then uh, what like skeleton like 
What the skeletons. fuck isn't cool about geodes? It was fine. You're not. I, a I just expected a little more from Harvard. That's yeah. all. You're not a rock hound, yeah. huh? Yeah, but I did walk around the campus, and I was the whole time I was walking around. I was like, these kids don't look very that smart. These kids aren't that smart. <laughs> <clears throat> Uh, everybody, our guest today is Ryan McComb. Hey, Ryan baby legend himself. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. It's true. It it's is. Mm-hmm. You're a baby and a legend. I am both. Yeah. Uh, His name, the other guy's name is Josh Tiford. Yeah, that's my name. Mm-hmm. And what's your name? My name's Casey Strain. Oh, right on. Nice to meet you. You don't have to be um, that careful. It's fine. Uh, Ryan, before we get too far, I brought a surprise for you. Oh! Do you want it now? Yeah, I'll take it now. Let's start this off with a bang. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> come on. Come on. Be what I think it is. Come on. Come on. What do you, come on. Be what good do, to me. What do you think of it? I think it has to do with baby boats. It's, I, brought, I, brought, I brought all of us a baby boat. Yes! yes. Oh, yes! I don't know what that means. Oh, it's my be God, a lot of yes. On oh, my God, a lot of yes. Long pauses of Thank chewing. you so much, Casey. <laughs> what is a baby boat? Oh. You go to Nito Burrito, which um, I think everybody that listens knows I work for. Yeah. Baby boat is just a tiny baby nacho. Oh, okay. No. The PC just oh fuck this is, yeah. so this is like, this is like a, a make your this is like Blue Apron yeah, of yeah, baby boats yeah I didn't want it to get soggy so I packed the cheese separately oh so this to me wow. this is not the way that they normally you would normally put the sauce on it yeah yeah okay. that's there, what you're gonna you do okay and I only say that because this to me is just like a slightly fancier Taco Bell nacho right no but here's the thing it's a baby boat here's the thing. And I've told this a hundred times, but I'm going to say it again for the yeah. Baby boats are the greatest bar food in Spokane and maybe on the earth. So the thing is, it's just chips and cheese. Right. Chips but and it's queso. so much more. I don't think we could technically call it cheese. Yeah. Do you make it? The queso? Yeah. We, um, do you, think we doctor it up. You jazz it up? Yeah. That's fine. I mean, uh, I work at a restaurant and we have a cheesesteak sandwich on the menu right now. Yeah. And we don't say that it's just cheese whiz for one of the options, but it's definitely just cheese whiz. <laughs> that's the thing, though. That's like an option you can get like after Philly places. Yeah, that's, that's what you would whiz. get when you get a cheesesteak. It's coming with whiz. It doesn't come with provolone unless you upsell or upcharge yourself. Yeah. yeah. So here's the thing about a baby boat. It's yeah. just a regular chips and cheese. Right. But... They stack the chips vertically. And Casey's let me know a little secret, which is that they only stack the chips vertically so they can fit more chips in the little container thing. Right. But a little added benefit mm-hmm. is that it coats both sides of every chip. Yeah. If you do it right. Right, right. If you do it right, it coats every side <laughs> of every chip. And it's just like the perfect, it just changes the whole dynamic of what you're doing. Well, and it's that. beautiful and it's, it's amazing. Uh, yeah. And Casey is so kind. And yeah, I agree. Am I the first podcast guest to get a gift? I think so, probably. Um, yeah. I mean, we... Usually they bring gifts to us, and by they, I mean Harry Riley. Harry, Harry what did Harry bring you? Harry's brought us... He brings us whiskey. Yeah, like two or three different bottles of whiskey that's basically like on what would be the high end of our he brings price like, point. Yeah, he brings wow. like a high end whiskey, and, he, and then he gives it to us, and we're like, oh, that's awesome. He's like, what? Yeah, it's a good one. I just pointed at the shelf. Yeah, because Harry doesn't drink. <laughs> no, well, the other thing is though, he's like, he's sitting there and he's like, well, I'm not gonna spend five dollars on it, but I'm not gonna spend a hundred. Yeah, but he will spend like fifty-five or sixty dollars. No, he didn't. Bullshit. Yes, <laughs> wow. he has, dude. Yeah, he bought us. 
What do you buy? Like uh, Johnny Walker Blue Label, wow. which yeah, is like, dude. <laughs> and I'm not a, like, which is not their highest. Like Black Label's the highest, but Blue Label's still like Blue that's Label's a, 40, a fucking, 40, 50 dollar bottle of whiskey. Yeah, dude. And you're like, for a fifth. okay, yeah. and like those days, those are definitely days we'll finish a fifth in the podcast. Yeah, because like back then, yeah. Well, yeah, and <laughs> uh, he may be returning soon enough to the mm. podcast. We're on a we're on a book actual guests kick. Yeah, mm-hmm. on the podcast right. You like now. followed up with me when I had to cancel and everything. I was an asshole. I disagree. I we both forgot it. that it was Easter. Yeah. yeah, and I don't. You know, I I work in the food service industry, so it's not like I had a bunch of plans. Sure. But you gotta, you know, and it's, it's a day of what's up. You were like exhausted after. Holy God, Easter we got brunch. our asses kicked. Because I work at a brunch restaurant. Um, it brunch is in the name, so that should narrow it down to one of a, <laughs> one of a couple places. Oh yeah, and uh, it's brunch bros, brunch bros, and uh, brunch bros. we uh, we closed early. Like we stopped taking tables at two, but we didn't get all the orders in until two forty-five. Yeah, so we really only like closed forty-five minutes early. And we ended up doing, like, basically $6,000 worth of business. How's that compared to the usual day? I don't know. Uh, well, we did, like, 57, and the busiest day in the record... The record day is, like, 62 or 63. Dang. So, so almost got a record yeah. with so it's almost like, an hour cut off. Yeah. So it was busy. And it was this thing where, like, it was uh, Easter, so, like, the the pre-church rush, like, the people that showed up before the church rush... Mm-hmm. Wasn't very significant. Like we didn't get a lot of we didn't we weren't really busy until like eleven fifteen, and then I like from eleven fifteen to two forty five, it was just like hold on to your ass, here it fucking comes. <laughs> did yeah. anyone did anyone order like biscuits and gravy or like a biscuit and then say he is risen? <laughs> no, <laughs> not that I know of. But that's great. <laughs> Thank you. <clears throat> they uh, we have chicken and waffles on the menu. Uh huh. And that's one of those items where, like, you won't sell it and you won't really sell it. But once the first one goes out, yeah, then fucking strap in. It's like baby boats. Yeah. Yeah. Or it's like, yeah, yeah, it's like baby boats. But I always, I'm, <laughs> that's why I order so many because I want to be the first one every night. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to order, I'm going to get another one when we go down there for a mic later, too. Smart. Yeah. Can you get additional stuff on them? Like we yeah, but we charge extra because it's only like two bucks. Oh, that we charge for it. That's why it's so. That's part of the reason why it's so great. Yeah, that is really good actually. I mean, this is like, it's it's very similar to the grilled cheese. Yeah. In that same idea. I need to have a grilled cheese. In. Oh, I've, I've had one down there. Only on Wednesdays, my man. Is that mm-hmm. literally the only day you guys do it? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. They have it's still dollar grilled cheese and dollar packs. Yep. Man. Yeah. Which I've I been mean, down there on Wednesdays before and like forgotten that there's it's like your busiest night right? event wise. Poetry, yeah. It's always a bummer. <laughs> I mean like I'm glad you guys are busy and I'm Uh-oh. happy that poetry has a place there, but <laughs> but uh Yeah. But it always like makes you go, Oh man, I was Yeah. Had my eyes when on I was a regular ass bar patron there, I'd always forget yeah. about poetry night. Mm-hmm. And I'd show up right about a half an hour left of it and I'd just be like fucking jammed in here <laughs> and then a lot of times poetry would end and it would die down and you're like oh yeah it's only two hours so the exactly. people that get mad like the people that are don't like that it's crowded 
Yeah, just wait a little bit. Go yeah, grab, grab a drink somewhere nine. else. And it seems like the days of that bar not being crowded are kind of gone. Not no. like it's not like it's like fucking jam packed, but like if you want to get there at five when the bar opens, okay, yeah, you'll get your space. But like, yeah, it's cultivated enough of a uh, reputation now as a quality drinking establishment that basically by nine thirty, it's like not like cra- like crammed in there. But it's, yeah, I mean like Mondays and Tuesdays when I work are pretty still, pretty chill, pretty chill except the last few weeks had a pretty. Now are you guys still doing iPod DJ? Yeah. But no one knows about it? A few people know about it. Nice. What's that mean? Yeah. So on Mondays... Come down to play your own music. It used to be really popular. Like, you'd have to sign up on a list and stuff, and you'd get, like, only 20 minutes, because everyone's, like, really dying to get in there. Yeah. But on Monday... I think Monday... If you're, like, a drinking fan, Monday is, like, the best night to go to the baby bar, because you got... I was there a couple Mondays ago. You got the $3 cocktail special for the week, which Mm -hmm. isn't always what you would normally order yourself but is always like a decent cocktail yeah yeah and you can take a chance on something different right you can expand your repertoire yeah yeah and that's the other thing it's three dollars so you guys had mojitos for three dollars which is crazy yeah i feel like it's a great deal for a mojito it's a a pain in the ass making those all night well you make some mint syrup ahead of time uh no we said fresh mint Hmm. i muddled it but you don't have to do much to it to get the like Right, you just have to like hit it a little. Yeah, then it's but uh, we did the mojito special because it was Monday. You know, it's Monday, so it's like, oh, it's not gonna be. There were no events going on like anywhere close to us, so we didn't have any bands playing. So I was like, oh, it'll be good. I'll make like maybe ten of them. And, <laughs> like, <laughs> and then there's just this random busy night where people were coming in from like after like trivia nights at different places. Sure. And it was just packed like for the last four or five hours. Well, and I don't, even know, I don't even know how many, how many mojitos. At some point, made, did you but, stop like telling people that mojitos were the special? Um, well, I had to stop because I ran out of mint. So oh. that's kind of how it goes sometimes with that. Is it? Uh, if I just have the ingredients just for that night, it goes till I run out. That's nice. Yeah, I like specials like that. We're like. Uh, yeah. Like, when you're in a kitchen and you only have, like, we got 14 of these. They're the yeah. specials, so yeah. get it while the kitten's good. Or something that's been sitting on the shelf for a while. Uh, yeah. All right, what can I do? Oh, man. That's, like, it's one of, creating those kind of specials is something that I miss and don't miss at the same time. Like, I've worked in some restaurants where part of your job description every day is creating a special, like a lunch special mm-hmm. and a dinner special. Yeah. So if you're the early guy, you have to fucking invent the lunch special for that day. And that's fun, because you can flex your creative brain, but mm. where I work now, we just have the menu. Like, there's just the one mm-hmm. menu, and that's nice, because you don't got to think. Yeah. Once you know the muscle memory of the motions, mm-hmm. you're just like, oh, okay. High volume. Yeah, dude. Oh, man. So, Ryan, did you go to Seattle recently, or were you going, are you going to... It's been a couple of times recently. Yeah. Went once for the baseball game, which is what I'm sure you're getting ready to ask about. Yeah. Went to Mariners opening day. Had oh, a great time Mariners are in Seattle now? Uh, yeah, they moved oh. They moved uh, 40 years ago. Oh. <laughs> um, but yeah, then I was over there doing some shows. Had a couple mm-hmm. of stuff that I booked through uh, the people at the Spokane Comedy Club. And then a couple of shows that I just strung together. Nice. Through Facebook and friends and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So 
Where did you do, uh, so probably TCC through the club? Tacoma Comedy Club. I did uh, Vino Bella, which is a winery in Issaquah. Yeah, I've heard about that. It was, it was pretty decent. I didn't like the headliner much, but it was a good show. I'm glad I was able to able to do it. And then I did Tacoma Comedy Club, and then I did a show in Leavenworth. Yeah, how was that? It was awesome. It was yeah. really, really good, yeah. Hmm. The the was girl it? who runs it was like super nice, gave me a chance, which I appreciate. Right. It's always nice oh, yeah, when you yeah, can yeah. just put up your video and someone will say, yeah, come on. Come on down. Yeah. And so, uh, paid good enough, and then lodging up there, we got to stay at the... Owners of the bar, we gotta stay at their house up in the. They have a nice, nice house, and they're they're like those people. You know when people are like uncomfortably nice. Yeah. You like just stop yeah. it already. They please. make you breakfast. No, they <laughs> would have. But, yeah. They're removing your hips as you had sex for you. <laughs> I was not having sex, Josh. Oh. They brought in some concubines for you. What's <laughs> <laughs> a concubine girlfriend? It's like a, a. I don't know what it is. It's like a. It's a. I think it's a farm. Or, I think it's a piece of farm equipment. <laughs> A lot of different, a lot of different guesses as to what. Well, you know, we like to get a wide swath. Yeah, that Smart. way, you know, people can make. Somebody's got to be right, if right? You, if everyone yeah. guesses, that right. three times the chance of being right. Yeah, I think that's. Yeah, I think that's the, the scientific method. What was the room in Leavenworth? There's a bar. It was a bar show, okay. but they were pretty attentive. And that's uh, nice, dude. But they were they able to get a good crowd out. Yeah, the place was. Was pretty full. Nice. I mean, when I got on, there were still people like trickling in. Sure, sure. Actually, it was one of those crowds that kind of like flips halfway through, where at the uh, end of the show, half the people weren't there at the beginning, and yeah, um, not not because people like walking out angry, but just because they weren't right, there. They got shit to do. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, it was a good time. And then I did. I went back into Tacoma for a for a show, like a little. Uh, it was. It reminded me of. Uh, Baby bar and a burrito a little bit with like okay. a coffee shop on one side. And oh like yeah, a, is it the? <clears throat> is it a windmill? What is it? It's that called Shaka Bra. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Shaka Bra. What does that mean? Uh Shaka Bra. Oh, is that what it is? The Shaka. Hawaiian hang loose. That's uh, like a thing you would say. Shaka. Gotcha. It's like a like a what up? How's it going? Good yeah. to see you. Yeah. So I did that and then drove back after that show. So it was a fun little weekend. Fun, fun little weekend. Fun little weekend over there yeah. in the, on the west side of the state. Yeah. yeah. Metal, metal, I mean, that's my goal when I go over there. It's like, I know most likely the shows that I'm capable of getting, like, I'm not going to make money on the thing. Yeah. Right. So if I can get Networking. into a couple of different places and meet, like, a couple of different groups of people, mm-hmm. that's a win for me. Like, I mm-hmm. met different people on every show. And... Yeah. Growing the brand, dude. Well, yeah. I mean, really. But then that puts that much more pressure on your set. When you're like, all right, I'm not here to like to make money. I'm here to like impress people, and like, and so that puts more pressure on your set. Yeah, you don't gotta worry about that though. I do though. <laughs> I do though. I've been getting stage fright. No. Yeah. Is it new? Yeah. Really? I. What Weird. happened was I did the dope show. Okay. And um, I don't smoke. Right. And so I went. I I did my first set, my sober set, and then I went that high, and then. I was like freaking out, like <laughs> like not like losing my no, mind, I don't not mean. like vis, not like visibly like to an outsider. I probably looked fine, but I was like struggling. And then I got up there on stage and I did my I don't know how, but I did my t- I did that that the apartment stuff that I always do. Mm-hmm. It usually takes me ten minutes, give or take. Sure, I got through it in five minutes because I was just like yeah, it was a terrible thing. But I I got this sensation. If you if you'd have asked me when I walked up the stage, if you would have asked me, Ryan, did you literally 
just pee your pants on stage. Did, that, <laughs> did that literally? Don't look down and check. Right. Did you pee your did pants? You pee your I would have said yes. <laughs> like I had that since. Like I I've, literally. I know that. Is that a thing? <laughs> I I've never had it on stage, but um, there's a medical test they do. Yeah. To test how far into your lungs the the gas you inhale gets. Okay. And they put a slightly radioactive dye in you. Okay. And when they inject the dye, they're like, it's going to feel like you peed your pants. Yeah. And you're like, no, it's no, it'll be fine. And then I'm like, they're like, here we go. And I'm like, holy shit, did I, oh, I just pissed my pants. And they're like, no, you didn't. This is exactly what we told you about. Yeah. Like you get like a flush, warm, like wet, like it's the weirdest thing. Yeah. So I definitely know what you mean when you're like, fuck, if I didn't know, like if I didn't put my hands on yeah, my pants exactly. at that moment exactly. and someone asked me, did you pee your pants? I'd be like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like there's no debating if I peed my pants. So I got that there and then it's been, it hasn't happened that, but like two of the, three of the four shows I did in, on the West Side, mm-hmm. I got that same. And it's just like, I'm sure it's like a feeling that I always had. Mm-hmm. But like, like, you know, when you get into a longer set and you're like, oh my God, yeah, like I have to like. Oh my god! Like I have, keep this shit together. I have fifteen more minutes of this, right. and yeah. I know what I'm doing. But there's also like a bunch of panic and sets in. Yeah. So I'm sure it's a feeling I had had like subconsciously that right. like now because mm-hmm. I've like experienced it that much more intensely, I'm able to like. Hone it's come out in more. the forefront. But holy, so yeah, it's like this new thing I've been dealing with, and it's like it's just frustrating because I can't get timing and I can't get right. I can't. It's just tough. But mm-hmm. that's crazy. It's weird. Yeah, it's very it weird. is. That's definitely. I mean. And that's interesting because, I mean, you're, what are you, four or five years then? Yeah. Right? A little before, yeah. Yeah. And so it's like, it's definitely, it's not a, it's not a new, it's not a nerves newness no, thing. No, no, no. <laughs> right? And like, it, 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 there are new aspects of it. Like, I had never done a feature set at Tacoma Comedy Club. Because so it's, like, it's like higher stakes. Well, yeah. 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 Featuring in a not your hometown setting. Yeah. I can see that. Or like, I mean, it's one thing to do a feature at like. I don't know, like Clover Island Inn or one of those like sure like middle of the state bar. If it goes if it goes that wrong, it can't go that bad. Right. Yeah. There's only like you know maybe there's a hundred people there, but they didn't pay. It's all like promo tickets or it's bar patrons. No one's gonna remember your name the next day. Yeah. There's no poster with you on it. Right. But yeah, if you're at TCC featuring and you eat shit, yeah, that's that's a high stakes bag of shit to eat. Yeah. Because there are ramifications. Yeah, I mean, maybe not like, well, you're done, yeah. but it's probably. But it took you two years to get this opportunity, and now mm-hmm. and then you blew it. Yeah. yeah, that would be a fucking bummer, dude. Yeah. But I think everything was fine, and I don't know someone who saw I, like people who, like you guys would definitely watch me. And be like oh, he was off for the last five minutes of his set. Like things were rushed and bad. I don't know how someone who hadn't seen me before, didn't have that context, how they would have. Except I think they would have known that it wasn't. Things got a little bit choppier towards the end, but I don't think they would have noticed that, like, oh, man, he was really falling apart. Like, like <laughs> yeah. It's well, just yeah. weird, but it was, it was a good time. It was a good time over there. No, I get that. I mean, I definitely understand what you mean about uh, creating stakes in your brain. Yeah. Not that the shows themselves don't have those stakes, but it's like... Um, I definitely... The last time I hosted at the club, put a lot of pressure on myself to perform and like just felt bad about my performances. After the fact? 
Yeah. I mean, in the middle of it, I felt mm-hmm. like, well, I didn't feel like I was, like, eating hard shit. I just felt mm-hmm. like, you know, like, I don't know. I, I just, you want to do well. Yeah. You want to do really well. And uh, one of the things I'm having to confront is that a lot of the material I've built isn't, like, broad appeal material. Mm-hmm. Like, there's some of it that crosses out a little wider, but, like, uh, I mean, like, I crush at a dope show. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, yeah. or at Barter Fair. Like, I do really <laughs> well with groups of people who have taken hallucinogenic drugs. Mm-hmm. But, like, when the nunnery is at the show, I struggle. Because I'm just, like, I haven't built the show to be, like, that accessible. And that's, I mean, that's right. a goal. Like, I want to learn how to talk about the things I want to talk about. But in a way where people who haven't done drugs are still comfortable hearing about it. <clears throat> and that, you know, that just comes back to, like, really buckling down and with the writing on it. Yeah. But I'm not... I've never been a disciplined writer. If that makes sense. We were talking about this with Derek. Yeah. Um, and I was talking about it with Harry. I was like, dude, do you ever sit down and just write? And he's like, I haven't done that ever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Harry's an anomaly. It's hard to, like... Yeah, I agree. Take anything yeah. that works well for Harry and try and apply it to yourself just because it's such a different skill set that he has. Right. That's a bummer, dude. I want to be an anomaly. <laughs> well, <laughs> you're an anomaly in some ways. Sounds like a shitty, like, Green Day song or something. <laughs> I want to be an anomaly, baby! Yeah, yeah look. <laughs> Yeah, I was point. thinking more like I wanna be an anomaly. Oh, oh yeah, that that sounds more that like whole uh, album. <laughs> what was that? Uh, sounds more like Blink One Eighty Two or like yeah. a little more. Well, I guess Green Day is extremely emo, but like that was like yeah. yeah that was, was he did this album where he was like fuck it, I'm gonna tone down the distortion, yeah. gonna play only Les Paul, Baby Gibson, like the little yeah that the three quarter size. Okay, and uh, it. I hate, I don't, I mean, I'm not super comfortable, but it was more like Roots Punk. Yeah. that makes sense? I'm like, your word on it. <laughs> like Rancid or shit like that. Yeah. Where it's like, it's very, the chord progressions are really super simple. Not that Green Day songs aren't generally pretty simple, but like uh-huh. really, like basically like Neil Diamond songs, just yeah. faster. Yeah. Okay, now remember that. When I, remember when I came and saw your band, Casey? I do. That was, I do which band? And then, uh, and then Tim told you, what's your friend's name? Peter. <laughs> he told you guys to stop watching. Yeah, we were just trying to, we were just, we were just posers, just trying, trying to, to fit trying in to like fit we did. Was yeah. that a whiskey yeah. dick show? No, it was uh, Fun Ladies. Was, it, was it, how did people view it from the outside? What? How Peter and I were behaving. Was it like a, Jesus Christ, who are these guys? Or was it like, oh, they're excited and having a good time. Is it? I'm, it's I would be, say it was probably closer honest. to the later, the latter, sure. than the former. But there's there's yeah. some points where you're like these people don't know how to act and they are being extremely annoying. And then there's times where it's like it's innocent enough. Everyone's well, like, so what's what funny about it is that there are people at that because it was in a garage party. Yeah. Oh. And it's a lot of old punk rockers. Yeah. Right. right. And so there are people there that do mosh. Yeah. At shows. Yeah. But our music is not like mosh music no. at all. No, it was like it's was... it pretty like for what for the kind of music that gets played, especially at that party, it's pretty poppy. Yeah. <laughs> so just the fact that you guys are doing it, <laughs> yeah, almost like you're trying to make fun of <laughs> fun of us. That wasn't the intention. I know. 
But uh, yeah, no, that makes that makes sense. I'm glad we were told. This I mean, like, yeah. yeah, that's nice, right? When someone's yeah. like, "Hey, stop." And things were fine after that. Yeah. And I think things were pretty fine before that, but yeah. just not quite. Yeah. Not quite fine. <laughs> well, it's just not like there's like a fine line with moshing, where like a lot of people like there's always like those like that one dude who's like is taking out his anger on everybody. And right. You're like. Don't fucking do The thing is, like, in a confined space, like a really small yeah. space, it's not, like, the most conducive. Yeah. <laughs> the line that friends. we crossed was the fact that no one else was doing it, and people right. were, like, trying to, like, sip beers and have a good time. Yeah. Rather than, yeah. <laughs> like, it wasn't a situation where, like, people are moshing and you're going to spill a drink. That's just how it goes. It was like, man, like... <laughs> Dude. Just have some chill. Yeah, yeah how <laughs> dare you not conform at that punk rock show? Yeah. I mean, that's the whole point of punk rock music is to conform to the precedent. Yeah. I mean, just the fact that you remember that as a specific part of the, the whole equation of the night means... <laughs> tells, me, yeah. tells me that that was the first thing you said about... It wasn't like what I was wearing that night or... Peter spilled a beer all over my Cubs hat that night, so... Oh, yeah? How did you get it on your hat? Because he was moshing too crazy, man. We yeah. told you. <clears throat> it's one thing to kind of be bumping around, but if you're yeah. like legit, it was, it was, yeah. it was, it was too much. <laughs> well, good that uh, that happened. I brought that up, so I can't even be. Yeah, no, I agree. It and you knew time. you knew it would go there. Like, yeah. But... Well, I was gonna ask. <laughs> I was gonna ask. I expected to have to ask about that. Oh. <laughs> and be like, hey, do you remember that? But you just hopped right in. You're like, hey, remember that? Yeah. So, yeah, we got there. But yeah, it was fun. I had a good time. Yeah, I had a good enough time that it ruined it for everyone else. It didn't ruin it for anybody. It's fine. Yeah, I think that's. I mean, it's always nice when there's someone who's having, like, a time that's good enough to be on the border where you're like, (laughs) "Hey, I know you're having a real good time, but I'm gonna need to just step it back. Just step it back one step because this is just like." You're just a toe yeah. over the line. You're just yeah. hanging at 10. Yeah, there's two more bands one. that are going to play. Don't blow your load. Right. <laughs> or, like, do blow your load and just stop it. So that <laughs> everyone else can yeah. enjoy the two bands. Blow your load and go take a nap. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That sounds like a good idea. Well, we have a podcast to record, Josh. Right. Well, after the podcast. Oh, it's too late for a nap. I, can't, I don't take naps. You guys take naps? <clears throat> Casey's I, a big napper. I You're a big to, nap guy? I have to. That makes sense. Because of my schedule, but... It's a little better now. I've I become a nap guy. Yeah. Yeah, like, uh, cause I, I don't have, like, the earliest schedule, but, like, uh, a couple of years ago, I heard someone talking about how if you, instead of waking up, like, 30 minutes or 40 minutes or an hour even before work, like, instead of waking up to go to work, okay. wake up an hour and a half. Or whatever. Like give yourself time so that you can do some shit in the morning. Uh-huh. So that work is a part of your day. Not like the reason you get out of bed. Like, yeah. if you have to be at work, don't wake up at 7.20, shower, and frantically run out of the door. Yeah. Like, get up at 6, shower, have some coffee, read an internet article, do some yoga, whatever the fuck. Like, have a morning routine. Right. And I do that now. <clears throat> but when I get home at, like, 4.30, mm-hmm. I'll come home and, like... The second I put my feet up, it's like a sl- it's like a slow countdown to my eyes closing mm-hmm. because I've just been Sounds on awesome. my feet. Yeah, it is. But I've been yeah. on my feet for eight hours, and it's been like my job is very fast paced. And so I'll come home and I'll watch TV and I'll just be like, and I'll just drift off. 
and I usually try to fight it, but in the last month or so, I've been like, fuck it. Just embrace it, dude. Because then... So, uh, you're telling me that it's not healthy to, like, wake up in a jarring manner after, like, <laughs> a, after I drank on until 3 in the morning, and just so that, feel like, oh, like that. <laughs> God, I hope I'm not late for work. I mean, I'm not trying to comment on the healthfulness, but I am trying to comment on, like, the... The, just the the mental state that, that it puts you in. But the thing is, that's how I wake up from naps. Yeah. Like, what, 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 what? And I'm like <laughs> cranky and pissed off. I either have to, I either have to nap. Like if I'm gonna nap, I have to nap for so long that it's just sleep. Yeah. Well, right, but that's yeah. this is the thing we've talked about. I've heard this the a joke. Of, I've heard the joke from like old guys. It must be something a comedian did, but like I knew I was getting old when I like stopped, like. When, like, waking up wasn't waking up for me anymore. It was coming to. That's <laughs> like, yeah. like the, oh, I'm, not, I'm still not uh, dead. I, that's, yeah. I think that's a Louie one. Is it? Louis I think so. But I... Oh, Sally Jackson. There you go. Uh, the old lady at the club. Oh, yeah. I, I know what you mean about how, like, it just turns into sleep, but we've had a conversation a number of different times, I think even on the podcast, about... How like the yeah because we don't talk outside no, the podcast we don't yeah. <laughs> the the paradigm where where sleep is this eight hours in one chunk uh-huh. and that's the way you're supposed to get it that's a relatively new concept yeah over the human the course of human history for how sleep functions so you just have to wake up in the middle of the night and light your candles and yeah, yeah there I mean, used like, to be I think what was it, the term was like twilight hours like people used like, to you'd go, go to bed, bed. you'd go to bed when it would get dark. You'd wake up like four hours later, so it'd be like midnight, one o'clock in the morning, and then you'd stay up for like two hours or so, and then do like do stuff, and then you'd go back to bed. Go back to bed, catch a couple more hours. Yeah. And there's there's I mean there's like legit sleep studies that have come out where it's like if you could cycle, if you had the discipline or were able to do a nap that was one REM cycle and get up. You can sleep only that long, but like eight or nine times a day. And yeah, never get like, you also have to. Have, it's beyond just discipline, though. Like right. You couldn't yeah. do that and have a but I mean, like, yeah, you have to be, like, you have to be retired. That's the other thing I like about it, though. It's like, so if I come home and I take a nap from five to eight, yeah, that's three hours of my eight chunked out. Mm-hmm. I can't sleep for more than six hours anyway. So then I can stay up from like eight till midnight. Or one, and then sleep till six, and yeah. then I've gotten like actually the amount of sleep I need. God. So you get home at six. I get home at like four thirty. Four thirty. And then okay. I'm usually asleep by five or five thirty because I've just yeah. drifted off. Yeah. And then now I don't fight it. Like, if uh, my eyes open and the TV's on, I just go I close them back down. I'm like, yep, this is, this is what I wanted. Work. I just get so that just sounds so. I have such limited time outside of work, right? Yeah, that, but you like, get I that time get back. So, I don't. I you don't do. Think... You get it back because if you sleep, if you're getting eight hours of sleep a day, and uh-huh. you just got three out of the way from sure. five to eight. Sure. So you tack on the two hours you slept. Yeah, I stay up later. I don't go to bed at ten because if I, sense. I mean, if I, have, if I'm getting up yeah. at six and I want eight hours, I have to fucking go to bed at ten p.m. and I'm not going to bed at ten p.m. Yeah. Like that's just not. I've never been a person that likes to go to sleep the same day I woke up. If that makes sense. Okay. Like, yeah. I, I like to go to bed after midnight. Uh-huh. And with a nap, 
I guess I'm technically cheating yeah. on that, but yeah, I'm also say, like, you're sleeping on the same day. I know, but I'm also like, I feel like I'm not somehow. Like I feel like I'm like giving myself the ability to stay up late because I like to be up at night. What I like to do is stay up later in the night, and then I put on a show that I really like, and then uh, make a little meal for myself, and then what I do is I. I like to pass out with the meal in my hand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How's it, how do you... Uh, that sounds like how such does a this, does show, thing to do. How does the show fall into this? Uh, I could make for some really cool dreams, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Oh, man. That's something that's new for Like, me a few right times now. I've... I don't like doing it, but, I'll, but sometimes I'll, like, fall asleep to, like, some video on YouTube. <clears throat> yeah. And then autoplay is on. <laughs> and so six hours later I wake up to some weird yeah. Yeah. it's usually something like reading a, it's like re- usually an interview or something but I've had it like it's been it's been going on in my yeah. while right. I'm sleeping so it's like part of the dream and then the person that's actually talking looks way different than they did in my, <laughs> in my dream how many times have you just nailed it and you're like that's exactly <laughs> what yeah. I dreamed of I was, that's gonna be my goal actually <laughs> <laughs> Just keep yeah. watching the same ones over and over. I know what this guy That's is. That's not so. what a lot of people talk about with lucid dreaming, is being able to just nail a YouTube yeah, video yeah. exactly what it looks like. But yeah. I got the lucid down. I need to be able to like... <laughs> That's Forget like, flying or like having, be able to function having sex with any girl you ever want while in your dreams. You're going to like nail YouTube videos yeah. by audio only. Wow, yeah. That's been one of the weird things for me having with my forced sobriety hiatus. Uh-huh. Is that when you smoke weed on the daily, it basically kills dreaming for you. <laughs> when you... Like, if you're a, a daily weed smoker, and I don't mean, like, one puff a day, but, like, like a bowl in the morning, a bowl at night, or, you know, like, with like an actual daily user, <clears throat> you don't dream. Oh. Like, not saying you, you, not saying you, you never your have dreams. During the day. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but, like, I can tell you that since I've had to quit for legal reasons... I've started to have like regular ass, super vivid dreams again. Mm -hmm. And it is, it's fucking, I can't believe this is what other people go through just on the, on the daily. Oh yeah. It's kind of (laughs) off-putting. Like it's cool in a way because you're like, oh yeah, that's a fun experience that I could never have in real life. But it's also kind of like, I forgot that like your brain can't tell the difference between like the reality world and the dream world. Like. <clears throat> when you're experiencing it in your dream, you're not like unless, like you said, you're a lucid dreamer and you have that control. Uh-huh. You don't. You don't know. Like I jumped off the hill by Qualshan in a dream and landed in Cuba. I don't know how that happened. I just landed in the river and then suddenly yeah. everybody was speaking Spanish <laughs> and I knew I was in Cuba. And I remember waking up and going, "Holy fuck! What? <laughs> they speak Spanish in Cuba? They do speak yeah. Spanish. Okay. In Cuba. No, they speak Cuban." No, they speak Spanish. Right. Cuban Spanish. Right. They speak Cuban Spanish. They speak Puerto Rican. <laughs> and, uh, Don't say that. Mark Morris listens and he's going to get mad. Yeah. Why would he the get last mad? cool dream I had <clears throat> was a couple nights ago and I um, I dreamt that I got, the comedy club called me and asked, like last minute, very last minute, it was like an hour before a show. And they're like, hey, we got the last minute show. Can you come? Can you come host it for us? And I got there, and it was um, 
like part of the cast of Arrested Development. Whoa, <laughs> nice. Because I've been watching the show lately. Like, yeah. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> but it was like David Cross, uh, the dad, Jerry, something, whatever his name is, and uh, Will Arnett. Jason. <laughs> Bateman. Bateman. No, the no, the like grandpa. Oh, dad, dad. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but he comes up, and he like came up, and he was talking to me, and he's like, "Hey, uh, are you Casey? You're on the show, man. This club's fantastic." Like the same conversation you have with, like yeah. comics when, like, yeah. when you do shows there. And then uh, uh, I went in the went in the green room and talked to the other guys, and then came back out, and then started the show. Got off. Jeffrey Tambor. And, yeah, Jeffrey. Yeah. Tambor. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> Hannah was in the dream, and she started getting mad, so she went in the green room, and then I went in the green room to see if she was what she was mad about, and it was because Jeffrey Tambor was practicing speaking in tongues, because it was supposed to be part of his, like, thing he was going to do, and she was like, that guy needs to stop that right now. <laughs> I would probably feel the same was, way. he was just in the background, and like, <laughs> shut up, <laughs> like, Jesus. <laughs> Nice. Yeah. That's so. a good one. That's going to be a great bet <laughs> when you workshop it. Yeah. You should... Ryan's shaking his head now. No, I'm not going to do that on no, stage. Do that. What? Come on, man. Call out three celebrities. Yeah. Name drop three celebrities yeah. you met in a dream. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why not, dude? Wouldn't be the first three. Yeah. Oh. Well, well I see Mr. Popular in his dreams. Drop some more names. A lot of ladies. <laughs> a lot of ladies. <laughs> Whatever, I'm a celebrity. I was on the Today Show. No, you weren't. I was. In Were the, you one of those guys holding no, signs no, outside? No, no, hey, no, no. hey to my family in Spokane. You remember the movie Old School? Yeah. And they they it's about a, they start a fraternity and they rush a seventy nine uh, year old man. Okay. So uh, I haven't seen, I've seen it, but I'm not enough to remember it. Blue, you're my boy. Blue. You're my boy, Blue. And then someone throws a thing and his dick rips off or something. Yeah, well, standard block. Well, but his yeah. dick... He, yeah. Because it goes through a sewer grate. Yeah. Spoiler the, alert, he dies. <laughs> he does In that die. specific part? No. No. But uh, we had a guy in our fraternity who uh, had been in the Navy and discharged early. Okay. And he would go down to the Moose Lodge to drink with all like the old retired veterans. Uh-huh. And he met a guy named Dave Johnson... Who was a 69-year-old, I know, doesn't it? <laughs> a 69-year-old guy who nice. was starting school at WSU as a retiree mm-hmm. and managed to pledge him to the fraternity. So we had our own blue. Oh. <laughs> and that weirdly spread through the world like hot, like it just spread. And all of a sudden, <laughs> the Daily, or the Today Show was like, oh yeah, we gotta get... We gotta get out there and do a few. Uh, no, they didn't fly any of the main people ever. out at all. They just took cameras out and did like they interviewed a couple guys from the fraternity and just got little sound bites. And I happened to be one because legitimately, <laughs> girls would drive by the house and scream for him. Like, Dave. where's Blue? We want to <laughs> see Blue. And you're like, okay, okay. Would David come out and wave like yeah. he's the mayor of Hoover? Yes, or he would. As a matter of fact, that's a lot of attention to get from young you young ladies. You spent a lot of time on the porch, just hanging out. <laughs> and Did he uh, whittle wood. Uh, what's up? Was he a wood whittler? Uh, I don't know. I, I, you know, he didn't last very long hmm. being super active. He 
like most people in their late 60s, didn't really want to live in a house with a bunch of 18 to 22-year-olds. <laughs> so he had his own apartment the whole time. And live out, out is what it's called. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. He was a live out. And he came for meetings and such, but wasn't really around a whole lot. Hmm. And now he... Typical a, celebrity, just kind of cash yeah. it in, dropping their name. Now he owns yeah. a taxi service in Moscow Pullman called Blue Water Taxi. Oh, nice. So if you're ever down there... Use that taxi, because I don't think they have Lyft. I think you're still, still alive and kicking? Probably. What, no. That was no. seven years ago? At least. <laughs> so he's like 70... He'd be in his mid to late 70s. I don't think oh, he he's... He's alive. Do you think uh, the frat was that hard on him? <clears throat> no. No, Not I'm on talking him. about a career in a, as a taxi driver. That's, that'll wear on you real fast. Hell yeah. But I mean, it's also just a small little town. That's the other thing. It's right. like, what do you, oh, yeah. what do you really need a taxi for? In groceries, man. Old ladies go get groceries. That's true. Taxis. Okay, fair enough. Well, drunk kids get around in taxis. I mean, like... No, I I, I know they do, but it's, it's really like... There's nowhere that you can drink in Pullman that's far enough from anywhere else that you can't walk there. Moscow, though. Yeah, okay, Moscow. And if you live up on an apartment hill, and, like, if you, have, if you had four people living up on, like, an apartment land, mm-hmm. and they... Figured that they can each pay three dollars to get a taxi to go downtown. They'll probably do that. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. But Moscow's a little, a little bit more. Moscow spread. makes sense, but they also have that. That's the thing. And Moscow to Pullman and back and forth. They had that bus route though, like there was those two loops that would run on Friday and Saturday till four in the morning. In yeah. yeah, because yeah. the, I remember I worked at Denny's, and you could, you could take the bus down to Denny's and a twenty dollar bill. And because we served seventy five cent wells, you could get as drunk as you wanted. At Denny's, take a nap, mm-hmm. wake up, eat breakfast, and still catch the bus home yes. for like twenty dollars. That could be your whole night, including a decent. Where are you gonna tip. take a nap though? In the booth. <laughs> like, I mean, like once I stop serving alcohol, you can sleep in the old smoking section booth. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. As long as you're not pissing on it. Yeah. And even then, that's like. Considering some of the behavior <laughs> I've seen at that Denny's at a late night. <laughs> if, you're, if you're pissing in a booth there, you're more well-behaved than the staff. <laughs> some of the staff, that's 100% true. Uh, we definitely had a guy come in with his knives and threaten to kill another one of the employees while I was working. I mean, working. knives didn't need yeah. to do it. Uh, you like one for each hand knife or like a whole collection like I'm going to pick Like he one. brought like exactly. his oh, chef's man. bag full of knives, oh, which man. first of all, if you're working at a Denny's as a cook, why do you have a chef's bag of knives? Yeah. If you have to bring it into work. Right. Yeah. I mean, Denny's isn't the kind of place. But he like, had the chef's bag so he could threaten his coworkers. That's <laughs> the one. So he funny. ordered on Amazon. And like, <laughs> <clears throat> I mean, that was, I think, his mom found the first out place someone ever kitchen, pulled so she a, do you know who I am on me? You know who I am? Uh, you're cooking. Dinner. I'm DJ Goldfinger. It was not DJ. Goldfinger. It was DJ Goldfinger. DJ Goldfinger. <laughs> DJ Goldfinger. to kill someone. In no, 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 no. He is the guy that pulled the first guy that pulled a. Do you know who I am? Like, do you know who but I am? But he worked at Denny's. No, no. He was just in one day. It was like three thirty in the morning after the bars had closed and they shut yeah. everything down. Yeah. And he was in, and he wanted to trade his hash browns for an extra piece of French toast. Uh-huh. And that was not a substitution that was allowed at Denny's. Yeah. And I didn't particularly Plus. care for DJ yeah. Goldfinger because <laughs> he started an electrical fire in our fraternity. DJ, by plugging his electric equipment? He put like fucking, he took like a his own uh, 
power strip. Yes, his own power strip and put yeah. it on what was a really old electrical system. And we're yeah. like, hey man, could you not do that? And he plugged like a million fucking things into it. Well, he's a professional DJ. He and is. then all of a sudden the wall started smoking. Yeah. And we were like, all right, party's done. Uh, well, that's why Dave moved out. Yeah, no <laughs> shit. <laughs> but no, he wanted to trade his hash browns for French toast. And I'm like, no. And he's like, well, then just give it to me for free. And I was like, uh, I'm not doing that. He's like, you know who I am, motherfucker? I'm DJ fucking Goldfinger. I wish he had had the air horn. <laughs> Did he have a hype? I wish he didn't have a hype man with him. No, he didn't. He was by himself at Denny's trying to. No, play. he had two ladies with him. He did. Yeah, he did. Did they know that he was DJ Goldfinger? Of course. That's the reason they were with him. <laughs> I agree. It was He's not like handsome enough, handsome enough to like pull. No, he was a pretty out. haggard dude. Yeah. He's still going. Is he? I believe so. I believe that because the Stax Brothers are still a thing. I don't know what that is. Really? Oh, well, good for you. They is were that a like thing? they were like a local band in Pullman uh, that played like a lot of house parties and like uh, I don't know if you remember the Maplehood party. Mm-mm. Oh, bummer. Did you even go to WSU? <laughs> Did you even uh, go? Briefly. No, I, well, no, but by the time you got there, and I don't mean this to be, but like, there was a lot of parties that Casey and I would have got like the last year or two of, and then yeah. they were like, this shit is over now. Yeah. Like yeah. at CCN, the courtyard parties. Oh yeah, that was the first year I went. It was the last year, um, right? So like, you remember no, no. campus first parties, year, right? First year it was the first, was the last big one, and then the second year... When I was living there. Was this the last one in general? Was like the last one. And they had like the whole place. They had like cops. Right. That were like car- so it's people like getting into the Campus Commons was like this yeah. big apartment complex. Yeah, yeah. And basically it would just like the weekend before school there would be like a legit Mardi Gras. Like uh-huh. the, all the courtyard between every apartment. There would just be fucking full of people. Everyone would have stereos on their deck. There would be like two story beer bonds. There was, yeah. there was a DJ on one of the balconies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like it was like a, a fun party but. I had to move in once during that. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> At least you had lots of people around like willing to help. Because my, my truck had broken down on the way to school in Ellensburg. And I was like, Ugh, so I got, I got to Poland at like, it was like 9.30 at night. No! And they'd already fenced off the place. And sure. And the cops were like, I'd like convince the cops <clears throat> that I had an apartment there. I'd like show them, I, luckily I had like some kind of mail from there that <laughs> so I could show them that I had an apartment. Right. And so they moved the fence open and let me like pull in and I had like a truck full of shit. I remember <laughs> getting stopped by the cops the first, like the first couple weeks I was there because we were, our friend got too drunk and we were carrying her and that's a good, I mean, yeah. in retrospect, that's a good stop. You t- see two guys yeah. carrying a girl who's incapacitated down the street. You should stop them and figure out what the fuck's happening because yeah. that's. That could be a dicey situation, but they stopped us, and she got a ticket for being drunk, obviously, but they're asking us, like, what's your phone, where do you live? And we're like, oh, Waller Hall, and like, what's your phone number? And I'm like, I, I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know what my phone number is. I literally just got here. Yeah. Yeah. And that was, like, a really fun conversation to get to Did have. you have, like, I know this is a crazy question, so you had, like, a, you had, like, a dorm phone? Yeah. Each dorm room had a phone? Yeah. Yes. Interesting. And what... Uh, I remember the <clears throat> prefix to my dorm phone was 333. What, I uh, a guy in my fraternity four, four, four. learned that the dorm phones, at least in Stripe Param, for the, every room were sequential. Uh-oh. So if you got uh, yeah. one girl's phone number, you, you could call the entire home. floor. Nice. And he used to just, this dude's name was Dominic, and he used to just call up and be like, Hey, I got a half gallon of Monarch, you want a party? 
Okay, cool. And you hang up and you just hit instead of like one four four eight one four four nine, and you just go through the whole place until you got like two chicks to come over. No, that's that efficient. Guy, no, that guy's the Wolf of Wall Street. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's a park ranger. Oh, that's I mean that's not a bad outcome. No. A park ranger? I mean, yeah, he's like a go-getter. Like, yeah. You know, taking he likes to be outdoors. And... He's walking around those campgrounds just yeah. with his half-gallon monarch. You want a party? <laughs> Righteous. Um, let's see where we're at. I think it might be time to get to the plugging. Yeah, it's getting close. Ryan, you got what do you got coming up, bro? Uh, I got some shows. Hopefully this will go out. <clears throat> I'm going to well, put this I, up on Tuesday. Out. This coming Tuesday? This coming oh, Tuesday, because we don't have anything in the backlog. Perfect. I have shows 19th, <coughs> 20th, 21st. I got a show the 19th over in Coeur d'Alene at the Midtown Pub. Okay. My first, like, headlining. Like, like I've headlined it. Yeah. Like, thanks. Uh, I've headlined it, like, showcase shows where the headliner only does, like, 25 or 30. Right. But this, but is, this like is my legit. first, like, traditional structure headlining show. So, nice. So... We'll see about that. Uh, no, that's awesome, dude. And then twentieth, I just booked today. I don't think it's. Where's that? Uh, it's in like some small town. Okay. It's Swim. a weird, weird thing. Not worth maybe. Um, and then the twenty first, I'll be at uh Bridge Press Cellars. Yeah. Or Bridge Press Winery, whatever it's called. I like Cellars. I think that's by right. the. It's on Pacific, right down. across the street from the Union Gospel Mission House housing. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Which so. is. One of the best. Isn't it right by the white room? Oh no! It used to be the. Uh, used to be the marketplace. Yeah. Building. Yeah. yeah. Back a little bit north of that. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I'm, some guys I'm featuring there for some guy who's been like last comic standing. I'm I'm looking forward to having that. Nice. Behind me. Oh yeah. yeah. And then, <laughs> behind me. Uh, yeah, and then uh, I don't know. I didn't ask. Uh, Sam and I, are, Sam Vidovich and I, are starting a podcast. Fuck yeah, man. So if you enjoyed this, go follow uh, at WeekWord, (laughs) at WeekWordsPodcast on Twitter, W-E-E-K, WordsPod on Twitter. We're uh, starting a podcast where we each bring a good and bad from the last week, talk to the bad, highlight the good, and a couple other fun little segments in there. So we're starting that. So first episode's not out yet, but uh, at WeekWordsPod on Twitter. Go follow that. And then... uh, Where are you going to... Where are you hosting it? Put it on iTunes. We're we're yeah we're gonna go through one of those services that just you just upload it to them and then they put it where it needs to go. Nice. So and then eventually I want to have we were eventually I want to have a website and then have it have it everywhere and have a website because I want Matt Dargan. Have you seen Matt Dargan's website? Uh huh. Matt Dargan XYZ. Go check it out. He puts up comics and all sorts of cool stuff and he just has some like fun ideas on how to do things like all his comics that he puts up. He has like a like system, so you can like it, mm-hmm. but it's a drop down menu, so you can give it like one like, ten likes, fifty likes, like up to like a thousand likes or ten thousand likes. But then you can also give <laughs> negative likes. <laughs> so, so all his comics have like these different like levels. So anyway, eventually I want to do that. But nice. The, but, uh, but yeah, that's all I have coming up. You um, where can where can people stay connected to you? Uh, like, my, I know you're an active tweeter. I tweet. I haven't been tweeting as much, uh, but uh, at Moneybags McComb on Twitter. Right. Moneybags MCCOMB. Nice. Yeah. So that's probably the best way. I've been trying to get. I've been. I've been shifting my my social media focus to Instagram. 
Right. That's trying to what the kids are doing. That's the yeah. trend. Yep. Yeah. Well, if they fix their, fix their algorithm or do away with it entirely. What? Well, now, it used to be that they would just show up chronologically. On, on, on Instagram? Yeah. yeah. And now it's all jumbled. and they. Yeah. It depends on who you follow most and all that shit. I, I fucking hate it when they do that shit. I legitimately, like, I legitimately used to be someone on Instagram who would I would see every single post. Because yeah. I would just go through until I saw something I'd already seen. And yeah. then I would stop and then right. check you, it three times right. a day and just yeah. see what yes. happened. Yeah. But now I just watch stories and scroll through like five or six posts and then move on my day because I don't know what's what. We follow, I follow the same, I follow a number of people on the podcast. Like the podcast follows a number of people that I follow personally. Yeah. And so I double feel how you feel. Oh, Because it's like if I'm looking on the podcast feed and then I switch to mine, I'm like, fucking, I've already seen all of this same shit. Yeah. And I just. I'll never understand why they think that's what the consumer wants. Because it might, I guess that must be what some of the consumers want. Uh, I mean, and you yeah. do get used to it over time, and it does get better <clears throat> knowing what you want to see. And I don't think people realize, I'm sure I'm, I'm in this camp too, but I don't think people realize. I think the goal is to like minimize what you don't want to see. Right. And so like theoretically, it's this curated thing of like, hey, you're not seeing your crazy uncle stuff that you never reply to. And, right. and or like reply angrily to or whatever it is. Yeah. So I think that's the idea, but it just ruins the whole... It ruins the whole vibe. Because I... Yeah, because it's supposed to be random. That was what was fun yeah. about it. Yeah. yeah. And but chron- random through... Right. Chronologically. Yeah. And that well, I, the thing I don't like about that is, like, I think a part of a function of the social media platforms is to be able to be like, hey, I'm doing this in the next little bit. Like, yeah. hey, who wants to go see Black Panther? Let's saw on Instagram. Yeah, okay, yeah. fair, but, yeah. fair. But, like... And then you're just like, okay, cool. Well, that person posted that on Saturday at 5.30 and now it's Monday morning. I would have loved to have gone to see Black Panther. Or you comment and you don't realize it is from two days ago. You're like, yeah, man, I'd fucking love it. I'm at the movie theater. Come on. And then you're like, oh, wait, you you were here. Yeah, well, I do that anyway, no matter what. (laughs) Text message. So now people have started putting in their Instagram stories. They'll say, new post. And then they'll oh. tag themselves, and so you can click on it and go see another post. Because oh. that's still chronological. It's just the dumbest shit in the world. <laughs> so, Man, anyway. I'm way behind. So Macomb twenty four on Twitter. I've been. I'm not very good at it yet, but I've been that's trying okay. to. Pretty... On Instagram. Yeah. Macomb twenty four. Uh, Macomb twenty four. You're really good at retweeting. I've yeah. noticed. I still don't read it, but. Thank you. You just yeah. you just see that it's me, and you're like, hey, did oh, it again. Oh, oh, I, I only have notifications like turned on for several people. Yeah. Fuck that guy. <laughs> fucking. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Casey, what do you got happening? I got a few things coming up. Uh, uh, I'll be, I'm doing a th- three night run with Todd Armstrong. Fuck yeah, who dude. Used to manage the comedy club. Yeah. Where? We'll, we'll be at, uh, the Harvest Moon. Oh, In yeah. Rockford on the 13th. Yeah. Hogfish in Coeur d'Alene on the 14th. Look at you knowing what dates Eagles are Eagles, I had to look it up. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I was silent for two minutes. Uh, and then Eagles Pub and Cheney. On the 15th, Sunday night. It's a Friday, Saturday, Sunday night. Man, uh, one thing about Todd Armstrong. Yeah. If you're looking for, A, to support a regional slash local comic, but also a real sharp t-shirt, he just yeah. put up these new shirts for his production company called Blaze Trail. And it's like a take on the Trailblazers logo, but it's Blazed Trail. Cool. Those are real fucking sharp shirts, so buy yeah. one of those, sorry to interrupt. Yeah. And he's a cool guy. He is. Just save some money to go see Casey and talk. Well, right. And then buy a shirt at one of the shows. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Save up. You got two weeks. <clears throat> yeah, two weeks. You can do it. There's. <laughs> I know it's rainy, but you can mow a lawn. The Eagles Pub Show is only five bucks. 
So oh, nice. For that. Uh, and then the following Tuesday on, what is that, the 17th, I'll be in Lewiston, Idaho at Shooters. Shooters! With uh, Phil Kopsinski and Dees Casillas. Now I wonder, is that the place yeah. that Scotty G did, like, randomly? Do you remember that? He had a show in Lewiston. Oh, yeah. like, that guy, that guy contacted me. Okay. Like, it was weird. It was like Thanksgiving weekend or something. <laughs> and he was like, I got I got a message from the guys at Agent or something. I was like, hey, uh, so-and-so's coming to Lewiston. He's looking for a, uh, a regional talent, someone that's known. Your name came up or something. Whoa! Spokane's best comedy. Yeah, I'm sure it's been addressed on the podcast before, but congratulations. Thank this you. might be Thank the first you. time I've seen you face-to-face. Congratulations. You. Congratulations to you. Yeah, you Thank guys you. are co-champions. I mean, champions. Yeah. yeah. You're three? Number Your third three. best? Numero you three missed again. a, hell of, okay, a right. hell of a best of party. Oh, man, that sounds fun. It was very weird. I wanted to do it again. Did you get a host it? No. Okay. So uh, it was the 25th anniversary uh, for the Inlander. Yeah. So the McGregor brothers who like founded the Inlander did like they both did like a speech about like 25 years ago blah blah blah. So, nice. Um, and it was informative but quite boring. They didn't have the audience. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't know how to hold an audience, and so I was messaging like the people that I know that work at the Inlander, like Nathan and right. these guys. I was messaging them going, why the hell am I not up there right now? Because this is, like, pretty silly. This is, this is boring. Uh, and then I finally, I got on, and they let me do two and a half minutes <clears throat> because my friends just kept writing my name on the request uh, sheet for the DJ <laughs> for what music to play. What jokes did you, what was your set? I did the Journey joke. Uh-huh. And then, uh, hell yeah, you And did. then started the Jesus joke, and then he cut the mic off. What? <laughs> I got one Jesus impression. Wow. <laughs> the whole crux is the second one. Yeah. I mean, yeah. no offense. Yeah. I'm not trying yeah. to show. I just think that that's... Yeah. Wow. They, uh, a funny note about that Lewiston one and Scotty G, because I'm, I'm sure fans of the podcast are well, like fans of Scotty G now, because he was just on here. Yeah. yeah. So for those, for those, Scotty G went down and did that Lewiston room. Oh, yeah. And he, part of it, or like, I don't know, it, it did a room in Lewiston. And yeah. part of the deal is that you get a hotel room. Yeah. So he went to the hotel where he had a room. And, like, he drove down there on, like, a car with expired tabs. And, like, it oh, just yeah. sounded like a mess. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, so, like, just Scotty G. I imagine just things are being held by a thread like, about to fall apart. <laughs> so he gets to the hotel. He's like, hey, I should have a room. Like, you know. And the, the lady goes, the lady goes, oh, what's your name? And he says, Scotty G. And then she's like, no, I don't have anything for Scott. Like, <laughs> so they're, like, trying to, they're trying to figure this out. Like, Scott, Scotty G, like, Scotty Jesus, like, trying to figure it out. And then he's like, all right, never mind then. And he goes to leave, and he's like, I just thought that, like, as the comedian, like, I, I heard that I'd get a room as a comedian. She goes, oh, we do have a room, room under a comedian. <laughs> 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 So yeah, so he got his room, but man, I should awesome. have done the show for the one night stay in Lewiston. Yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah. So anyway, I'm sorry if you had more stuff. So to this know. means you could probably go to any small town when there's a comedy Just show say, going on. Just say, hey, I'm a comedian. Uh, I'm a comedian. Yeah, yeah. I, heard, I should have a room for. A, yep, a I'm comic. A, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what? Uh, anything else shows wise? Uh, I got uh, a few things coming up, but I can't. They're not set in stone. Oh yeah, so we're gonna, we got a few things coming yeah. up. Um, yeah. You can't see us, but we're winking mm. at each other. Uh, 
But be my friend on Facebook if you already aren't. And I'm really getting better at the Instagram Facebook yeah. thing. Yep. Yeah. It is. It's it's you've linked the accounts, so when you mm-hmm. he'll post you about his the other. Hmm? Yeah, he'll post yeah. his drink special for the night on yeah, Monday. Yeah, it got me down there one Monday, and it almost got me down there a couple days ago for the mojito. But I yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. it's nice. Um, what about you, Josh? Well, I am still on house arrest. Rats, <laughs> rats, actually weasels. Um, yeah, there's the weasels yeah. are out. I saw that. Yeah, uh, I'll be um, off of house arrest hopefully on May twenty second. And back to hitting up the open mics before trying to uh, take advantage of this last month and a half or so. Just right, 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 right. Trying to. It's been tough. It's uh, like we were talking about earlier. It's kind of like like being depressed yeah. in that like you're not like, oh, I'm going to go do a bunch of productive shit. Yeah. yeah. And then even when you do feel good, you're like, man, like it's just a bummer because like it, you know, it happened during winter, and so, like, that wasn't, like, I wasn't, like, there's nothing, no, no reason to get out of the house, and it's been kind of a yeah. glum, rainy spring so far, so it hasn't been, like, an uplifting, like, oh! Yeah. Yeah. But, um, <clears throat> yeah, I'm trying to, like, write more. It's just, I'm not, like, we talked about briefly, I'm not, it's hard for me. I don't have, like, a long history of, like, sitting down and writing, but and I need to hard. cultivate it. It seems hard to... Keep writing when you can't test the. It is kind of, but it's like, I also, I don't know, like, you know, Ryan, you've got this headlining thing coming up. Uh And I've, uh, I feel like I'm at a point in comedy where I need to start either shitting or getting off the pot, if that makes sense. Like, it's time to start doing some 45 minute stuff. Yeah. Like, I've definitely written enough material to do it, but I wouldn't say it's all necessarily like the greatest. Um, I just have like a couple areas of my life that I want to like mine before I get off a of house arrest so that when I yeah. come back I have new shit to come back and test and uh, um, other than that you can follow me on all social media platforms at shimshammy s-h-i-m s-h-a-m-m-i-e and that includes twitch.tv slash shimshammy. Yeah, so you've been trying that out a little Where bit. you can watch me play Terrible Counter-Strike. Um, it's entertaining, I think, because my account is in a really low rank. And so the people that I get matched up with are either just like really terrible, toxic, trolly people. Mm-hmm. Or people who don't take what they are doing very seriously and so they're entertaining in that way because they just make really stupid boneheaded plays yeah and are you are people able to hear you talking yeah okay and i'm able to see chat so if you do happen to be watching you can like we can communicate you can like say hey what's up and i'll notice it and talk to you i haven't reached the point where you can donate money yet but that's kind of my side goal like, I'm not trying to, like, be one of those people that makes a whole shit ton of money streaming, but at the same time, like, if you wanted to give me money, I would <laughs> I would take it. Yeah, you gotta have the, the goal of just, like, having fun and, like, right. doing it and for it the is love fun. and then the money follows. Because it's, like, it's a game. I play Counter-Strike on it. It's a game I like. I uh-huh. thought about being more, like, a general games person. You should play games you hate. I think that would be really fun to watch you do. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. I could do that. That was the first thing I thought. Like, when I saw that you were streaming, I was like, I would watch Josh play a game that he just cannot stand. Okay. <laughs> All right. I mean, 
I've definitely, I've definitely noticed that when I no longer buy alcohol or cannabis, my bank account is getting swole. Nice. It's it's nice to have like an adult bank account. Yeah. I, I used one to wonder, day I'll find out. Yeah, I used yeah. to wonder where it all went, and it turns out it was to booze. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's not a thing anymore. Um, okay, so that's all my stuff. You can follow the podcast at Weed and Whiskey One on Twitter. We are still trying to get a hold of at Weed and Whiskey. Mm-hmm. Uh, message that account and let them know to get off of it because they haven't used it since 2015. Um, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> and if you have questions, comments, or concerns, send them to Weed and Whiskey Spokane at gmail.com. We're Weed and Whiskey Spokane on Instagram. And like I said at the top of the show, uh, go to budboxdc.com and subscribe. Code weed and whiskey. That's ten percent off. The letter N. Weed not and end. whiskey. That's ten percent off your first month subscription. So it'll only be thirteen fifty instead of fifteen. I'm gonna order a bunch of pipes. You'll no, you, just send it to you. As Randy, far as I know, and this could have changed, but what I remember reading on their shit is the first month you subscribe, you get a dab tool. Um, like a little dabber, which I mean, that isn't everybody's thing. But that's a bonus thing, or uh, that's that's just what you're. It's like a guaranteed first month you gotcha. order, you get that. Uh-huh. Which I mean, that is easily worth fifteen dollars on its own. Uh-huh. So, yeah. uh, nice, Randy. You want? You got anything? Um, I started a blog on Tumblr. That's what Bomb the Everglades is now. Okay. So you can find it at Codependent Comedy on Tumblr. All right. Cool. Go, uh, guys, go to Needle Burrito. Yeah. Every Thursday and uh, get yourself a baby boat. Baby yeah, boat. Yeah, fully endorsed. <laughs> fully endorsed baby boats. Yeah, I do they're, too. They're better than you could possibly imagine. From Josh the, didn't do it right, so don't listen to Josh. From the lips of the baby legend. Uh-huh. Whatever. I did it right because I got the most cheese out of all yeah. of us into my body you can if you get a baby boat you'll know what it would taste like to kiss Ryan McComb Uh, (laughs) lucky you lucky you a lot of cheese a lot of cheese he's a cheesy guy damn I heard that before yeah okay we drank Jim Beam oh yeah yeah we didn't need to talk about it because you already we've talked about it so much if we don't talk about whiskey on the podcast you should know and we're not talking about weed because I can't legally smoke it or even apparently be around it. That's uh-huh. what I've learned. That time we had Scotty G over, we were in the back Riesel room, and he uh-huh. was, I'm not, I probably shouldn't say this legally, but I don't think they listen. He was smoking, and it like, was enough to agitate my throat, like it was smoky enough. Okay. And uh, uh, I went in from one of my home monitoring meetings, and they were like, hey, um, your THC levels aren't really coming down very fast Mm. at all like they're coming down like two nanograms a week which is way too slow so we think you're either smoking i was like no i'm not fucking smoking because i'm not Uh or hanging out around people that are smoking and i was like oh and they're like you know you're not supposed to do that right i was like oh yeah that's true yeah of course i know that yeah yeah yeah. of course of course i follow all the rules yeah like but it's just that my walk to work (laughs) <laughs> I go by every single I had thought about time. dude what if I was still working for the weed farm um, what a fucking nightmare that would be I wonder if they would even let you I don't I think they probably wouldn't I think they'd be like you yeah. can't have that job I don't know we'll see yeah. anyway thanks for listening <laughs> yeah
Uh, Ryan, thanks for coming over. It's a pleasure. Thanks, Ryan. Hey, thanks for having me, you guys. Yeah. Glad we worked it out. Yeah. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>